Hello everyone, happy Thanksgiving and welcome to the very first episode of According to Jason. Today we're going to be joined by Jason's dad. 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 Um, so, first up on the show we'll be talking about the best skilled po- position players in the NFL. Then, um, dad's picks for the NFL over-under. And then finally our take on SB Nation's top 7 NBA title contenders. Um, so first up is our picks for the best skill positions in the NBA, in the NFL. So we'll be including quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, and defensive player. We'll both be going over our picks. Um, we won't get uh, too in-depth. We'll just um, talk about that player and why he's the best player in that position. Um, so my pick for quarterback is Russell Wilson, who leads the league in touchdowns and leads the league in interceptions with zero. He He's the best quarterback in the league right now, uh, interception-wise. He has the best quarterback rating and the best yards per attempt. So he, that's 9.0. So he averages a first down per every throw. Um, who do you think is the best quarterback in the league right now? I think once you start looking at actual skill it's got to be Patrick Mahomes yeah and I love Tom Brady but it's got to be Patrick Mahomes and I realize Russell Wilson's having a phenomenal season as well right now Um, but when it all comes down to it when you look all season long and I know Mahomes is a little banged up right now watching Mahomes play is like watching you play Madden like it is ridiculous the things that he's doing so I think in terms of actual skill, and I mean, it goes back to Mahomes' injury, um, not this week, but the past week, and then we saw a great drop-off on him. I mean, he is just, he's in a whole other dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, running back, uh, I have Christian McCaffrey, who has six touchdowns and leads the league in yards from scrimmage with over 900 yards from scrimmage. He's ridiculous. Yep. I mean, it's he's unbelievable. When you look at, yeah, I mean, his his highlight reel of this season, you'd be hard-pressed not to put him in MVP of the league category right now. Exactly. Um, I put DeAndre Hopkins, and he's been off to a rocky start, much like Mahomes. But I can see, well, I I think that he can get back on track to, um, you know, the level that he had last season and be uh, still the best wide receiver in the league. He's off to a rocky start, but I can see him getting better. Um, do you have a pick for the wide, for best wide receiver in the league? What do you think? Oh, man. Who would your candidates be right now? Um, you know, players like uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um... I guess uh, players like um, Mike Evans and uh, Amari Cooper and um, I think Odell Beckham Jr. has had a couple of good games so far. Yeah, Um, I mean, you look at someone like DeAndre Hopkins is a game changer for sure, but is he the one that's going to have the biggest effect on a game? Mm. And and I mean, potentially. I think he and uh, Deshaun Watson are still kind of, you know, working things out together. Um, and that uh, Houston offensive line is looking really good as well. They um, haven't allowed any sacks this past two weeks after allowing 18 in the first four weeks. So they're really getting it together. And that uh, Houston team as a whole is looking like a really good team. And that's the thing. That'll allow Hopkins to get open more often, create some separation when 
you know, Watson doesn't have to worry about chucking the ball away because he's got someone mm-hmm. ready to kill him. Yeah. Um, at tight end, I put Travis Kelsey. He's off to another rocky start. He usually he usually has a, a rougher start to the season. Um, he only has two touchdowns, but um, uh, as you get into the middle and as you get into the end, you realize how dominant of a tight end Travis Kelsey is. And since Rob Gronkowski is gone, I'd see that Travis Kelsey is, you know, taking over the spot for the best tight end of the league right now. Well, and Tyree Kill just came back, so that's going to take some pressure off of Kelsey as well. Yeah. So you're going to see, yeah, I, I think, I don't know, if you don't have Kelsey on your fantasy, you may as well go pick him up here right away because, yeah, like you said, I think you'll see a big uptick in him. Yeah. Um, defensive player, I put Khalil Mack, and... Um, it doesn't show in the sacks and the interception categories. You don't see it in the big numbers, but he does lead the league right now in forced fumbles and quarterback hits, not sacks, but he does help. You know, he leads the league in hits and forced fumbles. Mm. So that's why I put him as my as the best defensive player in the league right now. I'm just going to put the whole New England Patriots defense right now, and I get that they haven't played any, you know, monstrous teams but you're looking at what they're doing right now and it is just like by committee they are just yeah excellent yeah um there was a streak the first four weeks of the season where stefan gilmore had an interception in each of those games um and you might be able to you know say it might be because of a uh, easy schedule but uh you know the fact is is stefan gilmore is a really good cornerback and he's just you know, um, destroying other NFL offenses. Um, yeah, but thank you. Um, next up is, um, dad's NFL over under. So how it works, I will be going through every NFL team and I will give a number of wins and you will have to decide if they'll go over or under that amount of wins. And then we'll go through this again after week 17. Mm -hmm. Is that the plan? Yeah. Um, so first up in the AFC is the new England Patriots. Um, and they've had a really easy schedule. Um, I mean, they are 6-0, and and that looks really good. But um, the main question a lot of people have is, um, can they really maintain it? I think they can, but um, the think number... Do they're going to go undefeated? Um, I can see a harder schedule in the, um, in the last part of the season. Well, maybe, they still have but... to play Kansas City, they still have to play Houston, and they still have to play Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've got, those are three so, difficult matchups. Would you put them over or under 13 games? Um, or yeah. I'm going to say over. I think they'll finish with 14. Okay. Um, the New York Jets. Um, the New York Jets are looking really good. Um, well, as good as, Cowboys? As, good as, as good as the New York Jets <laughs> can look. Um, you know, they're won their first game against the uh, Super Bowl bound Cowboys. Do you think or they are they could... having the Super Bowl in Dallas again? <laughs> <laughs> um, are they going to be handing out drinks at the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> um, do channeling you... their inner Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The um, the New York Jets. Do you think they could sustain this? Do you think they could win? Um, over or under? Uh, or rather. Um, over or under seven or eight oh, games under. under under for the New under. York Jets. All right. Um, Buffalo Bills. Do you think they're a playoff team? Do you think they can win over and under eight or nine wins because of their defense? They are a playoff team. I will pick over. Yeah. Um, Miami. Now I didn't set a number. I said 
will they win any games this year? Well, I picked them this week to beat Washington, and they disappointed me. I would say we have another 0-16 team coming. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, This is an 0-16 prediction. Could this be the fourth ever NFL team to go winless um, in the modern era? Um, Baltimore. Now, Baltimore has, um, you know, disappointed in the in you know in the past few years um they've been able to win enough games to make it into the playoffs but they've kind of disappointed in the playoffs do you think the baltimore ravens will go over or under 10 or 11 wins oh their division right now everyone there's such parity right now and they're all going to beat the crop crap out of each other i would say um they will be over, but it'll be like they'll be an 11-win first seed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh. Actually, I, I lumped Pittsburgh and Cleveland in together with the seven-win seven, seven win category. Ooh. Yeah, no, I could see that one. I'm not sure. I'm not going to go over or under that one. Mm, so just at seven? All right. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, I put as five. That sounds about right. Yeah. No one cares. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I've stopped caring. Um, they've disappointed me so much um, with the fantasy picking and stuff. I've just decided to, you know, not pick them again. Um, Indianapolis, uh, they lost Andrew Luck, but Jacoby Brissett's looking pretty good. Love Brissett. Um, yeah, looking pretty good. Um, Indianapolis, uh, 11, over, under. 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 And they're, they are great, and Frank Reich seems to just pull every little bit out but they i think there's still a few too many questions um so tennessee they were looking pretty bad last night they lost to the um one and four broncos 16 nothing they got shut out and marcus Mariota got benched for ryan Tannehill. um over under eight eight games eight games yeah that sounds about right a sinking ship jacksonville um i put um nine because of um, how good Gardner Minshew's looking and the under, Jags, but I think under. it's going to be under. They, if you'd asked me yesterday before their game, and I mean they played a good New Orleans Saints team yesterday, but under. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston, 12. Oh, under. They're still... There's, I mean, they had a great last two weeks. They're still up and coming. Yeah. I can see that maybe next year. Mm, yep. Uh, Kansas City, uh, I put 14 games, Ooh. but they're looking really... Well, but they've already lost their two they now, have, right? So... And there's some injury issues yeah. I'm going to go under. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they don't go a long way in the playoffs this year, depending, regardless of where they finish. Mm. Um, Denver, six. Um, What do they have, two right now? They are two and four right now. They were 0-4, and now they're on a 2-0 run right now. See the rest of their schedule. You know what? I'm going to go over. Yeah. It'll just be enough to give them a hope of what would be. So 7 or 8, maybe? Oh, probably 7. Yeah. The Chargers, and wow, they had a terrible game the last night. The Chargers have disappointed me week after week. I keep picking them. And they're just... Yeah. So what's what's my number here? I put 11, but after oh, that win, under. after that That's game, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> um, Oakland, I put 7, and I know that they're off to a pretty good start, but they have just, you know, historic, and just the past few years, they have... You I'm going to go under. They're going to finish with six. Mm. Uh, that's the AFC. So the NFC, 
Um, Who cares? Just kidding. <laughs> I put Philly with 10. Um, oh, man. I wish I could see a crystal ball and see which teams are going to show up for them and the Dallas Cowboys 10, hey? Yeah. I. You know what? I am going to go over for the Eagles. They'll over 10? at 11, and they're going to win the division. Sounds good. Uh, New York, Giants, 8. Under. Under. Daniel Jones. He's doing well, but you're gonna, yeah, we're gonna see some hiccups and stuff. Uh, Dallas, oh, Dallas. I put twelve. This was uh two weeks ago when yeah, I wrote these I'm go games. Under. I would have to say under as well. Um, I wrote this. I wrote these numbers down about a week ago ish when these teams were looking good. They're just make horrible. sure there's enough life jackets available for everybody in that boat. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm worried that one's sinking. Washington, I put two. I didn't want to go like Miami and put, will they win any games? I put Washington and I wrote two. I'm going to stay at two. Perfect. Um, Green Bay, uh, ten. Um, oh, I wish I could see the crystal ball after tonight. That would be nice. Uh, I'm going to go over. Yeah. Um, Minnesota and Chicago, I both put for 10, 11-ish. Um, we can't go 10, 11 ish. That's not very or, fair. So 11 for Minnesota, 10 for Chicago. All right. I'm going to go under for Minnesota and over for Chicago. Okay. Chicago will get it put together here. And Detroit who are two, one and one, uh, six. Uh, oh, I'm going to go over with yep. Detroit. That's Detroit. My worry is, and the problem with my picks right now, I may be picking over and under and it might not be able to match up with my over-unders with everybody based on games they have to play, but just my initial reaction, that's my thought. Uh, New Orleans looking pretty good, even though they lost Drew Brees. Teddy Bridgewater is looking pretty Bridgewater's good. Bridgewater's a good quarterback. I can't believe he ended up in a backup role mm-hmm. all those years ago. So I'm not super surprised, but it's nice that he stepped in. Yeah, Bridgewater was a pro bowler with the Vikings before getting injured. Yeah. Um, 12. Um... And they are for um, the New Orleans Saints. Are they five are, and one? I think they are five and one. They're four and zero oh with Bridgewater. Okay. Um, and what's the number for the Saints? Uh, twelve. Twelve. Yep. I will say over. Tampa Bay. I put eight. Just a nice oh, mediocre eight. Yeah. Let's just leave them even at the mediocre eight. They're yep. gonna go throw a fifty-five, fifty-fiver on the Rams. Well, and then they, yeah, and then they lose to the Giants, you yeah. know. So yeah, that's a very like Bengals thing to do, almost. Carolina, I put eight as well for that one. You know, it's just they they're looking like this. I, I'm gonna go over eight with those guys. Yeah. but they're but yes, they're middling. They might only end up with nine. But. See, because when I when I put down these numbers, I I understand that there are a certain amount of games that can be played and not everybody can have these records at the same time. Not everybody can have winning records, but I just thought this is around what they can finish at the end of the season. So I put, you know, a lot of them are around the same number win wise. Um, Atlanta, I put four. Yeah. Also Cardinals yesterday. That was fantastic. One point right there. I picked the Falcons. I'm just, I'm so disappointed in them. Yeah. I'm trying to think four, um uh i'll go even at four yeah um so next we have the uh seattle seahawks and i put 12 uh 12 wins for that um over under for that i'll go even yeah that sounds about right um la 
Um, so remember, I did put make these about a week ago. So I put LA around twelve as well, under. but under as well. Yeah. Um, They'll yeah. figure it out. They they could still go ways. I mean, you look at um, man, the coach's name just escaped my mind. Sean McVay. Yeah. So Sean McVay. I mean. This is the first time he's had three losses, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they'll, they'll get it turned around. They've got a good team. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to get over. Um, San Francisco, I put 10 because, yeah, they're undefeated right now, but oh, it's just the... over on that one. Over? I mean, you've got... They're 5-0 and right now, and, yeah, so they've got to win six out of their next 11. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're good enough for that. Can they sustain this? Uh, how long can they sustain this undefeated Uh Record um, right now. I'd have to look at their schedule. I honestly don't know mm. who they have next. So maybe we can talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, Arizona, I put four. Um, and they've got two right now, right? Yeah. Two, I'll go three, over that. Two, three, and one. Oh, that sounds about right. So that's that's it for the N- NFC and AFC. Our final topic today will be the our our take on SB Nation's uh, top seven NBA Finals contenders, NBA Championship contenders. Um, and we'll just have our take on this list. So at number seven is the Houston Rockets. Well, it depends. Will they have to play the Warriors? <laughs> I, you know, if they run into the Warriors, I think that's, that's game over again for yeah. the Rockets. Um, I just, I, I personally don't think that Westbrook and Harden are going to be able to coexist in such a way that over a seven-game series in the playoffs that they're going to be able to, and I know there's a lot of season and everything, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. They, I, they're great players. Don't get me wrong. I just, I can't see the synergy of them coming together and being able. They'll get into a tight playoff game, and one will decide that they need to be the person that needs to go off, and the mm-hmm. other one won't be able to function. It's like um, if both of them were one rebound away from a triple-double and they just keep passing it to each other at the end of the game. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, next up is number six with the Utah Jazz. So I'm a Jazz fan. I'm going to stay unbiased. I don't know why they're ranked so high um, on this list or even in this list. I think teams like the Trailblazers and the Celtics should have made this list over the Jazz. But What do you think of the Jazz's scoring ability? So if you look at them playing against, or does their defense negate some of the scoring of the other teams? Um. Well, I, I've seen a, I, I think there's going to be a scoring improvement this year. Um, you know, it, but I, um, you know, it all depends on a few factors. Is Mike Connolly still going to be able to be effective under this system? And I think he, I think he will. He's a good defensive guard. Um, another thing is, will Donovan Mitchell really take the next step to be a real all-star level player? Um, and I mean, this team has been for so long, this, um, defense first team, you know, with our defensive player of the year, um, Rudy Gobert, who made the all defensive team. Um, but wasn't an all-star. No, it wasn't. How do you feel about that, Jason? Um, <laughs> I have opinions about that, that I'd, um, you know. <laughs> I I'll... happen to know his opinions about that. He didn't like it. <laughs> no, I didn't like it. Uh, next year though, next year. Um, yeah, um, I can see an offensive improvement, but I still, I still think that they're going to need to keep up the defensive efficiency that they've had. Yeah. And so, um, number five is the Milwaukee Bucks. Now this is another, another one I'm shaking my head at because they're num- ranked number five. 
I understand that they lost Malcolm Malcolm Brogdon, um, but when you win 60 games last year, when you win 60 games in a season and you're not ranked, you know, in the top three with all those other teams, I, I just don't, I don't understand that. Um, so an interesting st- statistic on Giannis today, if he were to get his max contract, Essentially, over the course of his max contract, he would be making $95.10 an hour or something ridiculous like that. Really? So you think about that. The guy can be sleeping and making $95.10 an hour. So it doesn't matter what he's doing throughout the day, $95.10 an hour. Doesn't even need to be practicing. Freaking ridiculous. Yeah. So in in the Bucks case, and really in a lot of the other guys' case, who cares? Because they're making so much money, Jason, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. I know they'll like to win. I I guess in my case, I don't know if the Bucks we'll be able to pull it off. Yeah. But again, this would be this would be nice, you know, four months from now to come back and, and look at this. I really don't know if with the Bucks, we don't know what we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um so number four is the Philadelphia 76ers who got rid of JJ Reddick and Jimmy Butler, but they got rid of the one center who could actually take down Joel Embiid. They got rid or they got the one center that could actually take down Joel Embiid they got Al Horford the only new the the only person who could neutralize Joel I Embiid really like the 76ers and I mean they were it's just so close I mean Kawhi Leonard got him yeah. right and I they would be my pick to go to the finals yeah out of the east mm-hmm. um well and um the the rest the last three uh, teams on the list are in the wet are in the West, so that is the highest-ranked Eastern team. Um, number three is the Golden State Warriors. They have Clay Thompson is out with an injury. Kevin Durant is gone. They gained D'Angelo Russell from the uh, Brooklyn Nets, and their uh, center situation was looking a little bit bleak, but they got Willie Cauley-Stein from the Kings, who had a productive year last year. But nobody paid attention to them because they were the Kings. Yeah, so. I mean, the Golden State Warriors... I mean, let's say they end up fourth or fifth this year in the regular season. Do you really want to be the team that's playing the Warriors in the playoffs? You know, if they do get Clay Thompson back, if they, you know, you look at at the Warriors, and I know some people may think this is blasphemous, and you look at Kevin Durant, you know, they were already in the finals without Kevin Durant. Two years. And, And realistically you know, just fell short yeah. against the Cavaliers that one year. So, I mean, they've got some good parts. They didn't have to throw all the money at Kevin Durant, and they're going to be able to put it in some other places as the year goes on. I will never be the one that bets against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I still think that teams should be, um, you know, scared of the Golden State Warriors. Um, number two, the L.A. Lakers. They traded pretty much all of their their young core, minus Kyle Kuzma, to get Anthony Davis. They got Dwight Howard and Danny Green as some good role-playing options. And JaVale McGee um, is These still guys there. just look and sound dangerous, right? Yeah. I mean, you look at it. But again, we've seen these all-star teams before, and for one reason or another, they just don't seem to gel and just don't seem to put it together. I mean, to jump ahead, you've got the they've got the Clippers at number one. You know, until we get a substantial amount into the playoffs. I mean, right now you're looking at these teams on paper. 
and you're going, you know, this is almost like a video game as well, right? Where, mm-hmm. you know, oh, we're, but until it actually happens, I mean, we don't know how, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to play together. We've seen some glimpses of LeBron James and, you know, yeah, in Davis and, but again, you know, until it actually happens and then looking at matchups going into playoffs and things, there's, I feel there's, especially with these teams, I feel like there's enough teams that are going to have some favorable matchups. I agree with that. Um, and number one is another Los Angeles team, the LA Clippers, led by Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and the um, uh, reigning three-time six-man of the year, Lou Williams, as well. I love Lou Williams. Who um, is technically a six-man because he's only on the bench for one minute a game. <laughs> That's so he can get his award every year. Exactly. But um, I'm nominating him for sixth man already. Yeah. For, uh, a fourth sixth man for <laughs> Lou Williams? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, in the words of Lou Williams, you can never have enough of these awards. So, um, yeah, what do you uh, think about the just the Clippers as a whole this season? I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I feel like they had a great offseason. Lots of people talking about them. But, mm-hmm. you know, they've they've got to start playing games. They've got to start winning. And you've got, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, I, I guess I don't know enough about it, uh, about it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Clippers have disappointed us so much for so long. Yeah, the, <laughs> um, the I guess it was five years ish ago. The yeah. the Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan team. This team is going to the finals, um, but mm, only made it to the conference finals <laughs> once. Was oh, that what you were going for? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, never made it to the finals. Um, we're just going to need to see more of that team if, you know, before we start making predictions about the Clippers. made, never the bride, hey? Yeah, uh, the, the little brother to the Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shaq told you not to put up your pictures in front of his In front of the binders, in front of the banners, (laughs) yeah. On the banners. Win 16 championships before you can put stuff in front of the Lakers. Yeah, you guys are just renting the space. Exactly. I'm just kidding, I'm just repeating what everyone said. If you guys love LA, we love LA too. Nice place to visit. It's a great place. Um, so that'll do it for this episode of According to Jason. Thank you for listening, and please consider following us on Instagram at according.jpodcast to know when new podcasts come out.